You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Yesterday on the Give Your Life Away podcast, we focused a little bit on legalism as Paul was talking to the Galatian believers in Galatians 4, 21 through 31. Today in Galatians 5, 1 through 15, I want to read the passage and then note a couple more things about legalism. Galatians 5 reads as follows, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Look, I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You are severed from Christ, you who would be justified by the law. You've fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. You are running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion is not from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. I have confidence in the Lord that you will take no other view, and the one who is troubling you will bear the penalty, whoever he is. But if I, brothers, still preach circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettle you would emasculate themselves. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. Again, Paul is clearly contrasting these false teachers that they were that the Galatian believers were listening to from himself, the one who was preaching the gospel of grace and freedom. And so what I want to point out here is when you engage in legalism, you are actively separating yourself from Christ. Now why is that true? Because when you engage in the pursuit of um, earning something from God based on what you do, in essence what you're saying is, I don't need Christ. And you remove the offense of the cross. The, the cross wasn't something that was really needed. The cross didn't. The cross may have said I was sinful, but it's really not true because look, I've earned it myself. So when you engage in legalism, you evidently don't need Christ. That's why I believe that legalistic Christian environments are the most sad places in the world because they do not recognize the joy of Jesus Christ. I do not believe that those places worship Christ the way that they should be doing. They really think much less of him than they should be. The beauty of Christ is that he forgives all our wrongs. We don't have to try to put ourselves up on these pedestals and to show God how wonderful we are. Let's just admit who we are and enjoy the grace of Christ Jesus. So when you engage in legalism, you sever yourself from Christ. Now, based on this passage, what are some some opposite ways? What are some opposite, what, what, what's the opposite of severing yourself from Christ? How do we show that we do need Christ? What does Paul want us to do in Galatians 5, 1 through 15? Well, if severing ourselves from Christ happens through legalism, 
then shouldn't we, couldn't we argue that Paul would want us to admit that we need Christ? Even as Christians, we didn't, we didn't need him just when we were unbelievers. We need him today. So, so we're still not able to continue walking according to God's word in our own strength and our own power. We need Christ. We need the word of Christ. We need the spirit of Christ. We need the people of Christ. We need, as we learned in the passages previous, we need, we need the strength of Christ. And so one way to keep from severing yourself from Christ is to admit daily that you need him. I would even recommend things like repenting of your sin to other people, telling other people of your need for him, starting out your day in prayer and acknowledge, Lord, I need you today to do all that you would want me to do. I need, I need your help. I can't do this on my own. So tell him, show him that you need his grace. You need him. Another way of, of not, to not sever yourself from Christ, eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. Don't try to attain perfect righteousness on your own. Eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness that you have coming. That's in verse 5. Galatians 5.5 5. For through the Spirit, by faith, we eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. There, there is this dual reality. We as Christians know that we are considered righteous by God, but we are eagerly waiting for the day when we will actually all Actually, we will actually be righteous in ourselves, in what we do. That'll happen in heaven. So Paul's saying, don't try to put yourself on, up on this pedestal, climb the ladder, try to earn something from God that you were never intended to earn, but simply long for the day when you will be made like him. Eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. Third and finally, how to keep from severing yourself from Christ. Operate out of love. Operate out of love. If you think about what Peter was doing earlier on in Galatians, he was enslaving people to the Old Testament law. People who are engaged in legalism today enslave other people to these man-made standards that they've created. Do the opposite as a believer. Don't enslave other people, but operate out of love. Serve them out of love. This comes up three times in these 15 verses. Verse 6, he says this, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything. So on Judgment Day, God's not going to say, were you circumcised, were you not? He's not going to do that. What is he going to look for? But only faith working through love. Show that you are living like Christ. Show that you have Christ inside of you. Love other people. Love other people. That's verse 6. Verse 13 says this, For you were called to freedom, brothers, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. So you're free not to sin, you're free to love. So the second time in this passage, he's exhorted them to love. And then verse 14, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So just to finish by contrasting the legalistic person and the true Christian. The legalistic person is selfish, they enslave other people, they promote themselves, and notice, I can't help but think that Paul's speaking to them in verse 15 about the ones who bite and devour one another. When you're engaged in legalism, you're always in conflict. You're always biting and devouring other people who aren't measuring up to your standard of success. So, that's, that's, a, that's a bad thought, that, that's a bad way to live. That's what legalism does. But true Christianity is selfless. True Christianity is known by love. 
Now, there are wars and there are battles to be fought in true Christianity. There are some difficult conversations to have with other believers. But you do all of those with a heart and a posture of love. Not biting and devouring. Not warlike. But you're doing it out of love. So, legalism, selfish, enslaves, bites and devours. Love, true Christianity, is loving, serves, cares for one another, because of grace. That's the way we want to live. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.